It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We have a lunatic named Chris Russell that works for this radio station. I'm yeah, sure I know that guy. I'm sure you're familiar. I'm just curious what your opinion is on him. Well, <laughs> never really liked Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Really, anybody at the media at all, everybody who shreds me in the media, I'm not a big fan of. But No, Chris has always been pretty fair. I like Chris. All right, guys, we welcome you aboard to the Locked on Redskins podcast. Once again, it is episode number 143. Good to have you aboard with us. I am Chris Russell. Make sure you follow me at Russellmania621. Make sure you follow the Locked on Redskins podcast at Locked Redskins and the entire NFL correspondent chain that we have here on the Locked on Podcast Network at Locked on NFL Net on Twitter. Same at Locked on NFL Net on Instagram. And away we go. Episode again 143 and things continue to just completely come off the tracks at Redskins Park. Uh, One thing that we touched on during episode 142 uh, with the guys from Locked On Jaguars was the Mason Foster situation. And look, uh, I'll just open with that because it's the most talked about thing right now. Mason Foster said some incredibly stupid things via his Instagram direct message. Uh, Jay Gruden acknowledged it. Jay Gruden said they talked with him on Wednesday. Uh, Everyone kind of defended him as a great teammate and a good person. Uh, The Mason Foster I know seems like a good guy who's just frustrated. Should he have said it? No. Was it smart for him to say it? No. Under any circumstance, do we all whine and cry and scream and moan about someone in our lives, whether it be our boss, a coworker? A family member, a husband, a wife, a kid, a brother, a sister, whatever the situation might be. Yes. Would we all want our instant messages, our direct messages, our texts not intended for the free world to be exposed like it was for Mason Foster? Of course we would. So it's just a bad situation all the way around, but it's the kind of thing, quite honestly... These type of episodes are the kind of thing that happens to the Washington Redskins more than they happen to other teams. And I don't know the answer why other than when bad people are making the decisions and ultimate decisions, you generally tend to wind up with egg on your face. Not all the time, generally tend to wind up with egg on your face. And maybe that has nothing to do with Mason Foster not being very smart, quite honestly, not using good choices. Maybe it has nothing to do. But there is something to be said for the culture that you build and the culture that you grow that leads to a guy that is not a bad guy as far as I know. And it's pretty sad. We, you know, talked to him last week in the locker room. 
He was very good. Or maybe it was a week and a half ago. I don't know what they're doing at Redskins Park. They ain't doing enough good. I can tell you that much. And how they continue to keep this band together, I have no idea that would never happen for me. Never. Never, 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 never. I feel bad for you guys, the fans. It doesn't affect me necessarily. I mean, it affects downloads and podcast listens and all that stuff. So, I mean, I guess it does affect me. But I don't pay anything to go support that product. You know, I'm sorry. That's the blunt reality of it. You guys do. Fans do. And it's in your heart. It's in your soul. And they keep finding ways every day, every week, every year to distance themselves from most of the fan base, from a large chunk of the fan base, and from making common sense decisions. I'll tell you what, you may not think it's as bad. Trust me, it's bad. Everyone you talk to says the building is on fire. Smoke is pouring out. Good people are going to wind up leaving. Good people already have left. More good people, talented people, smart people, people that think with common sense are going to leave because they hate it there. It's awful. It's a bad environment. It's a toxic culture. I'm sorry if that hurts anybody, but that's just the bottom line. For what it's worth, some person on Twitter, I don't even know how to say his Twitter name, is screenshotting a message that he wrote, apparently, saying that he has been running Mason Foster's Instagram And he's logged into it. He said, Mason did send the first messages, but it was supposed to be for our IG group chat, but was accidentally sent to the fans. So apparently Mason intended it for somebody else. Again, got to think better, smarter. But I can't tell you that I've never sent a text message, a direct message, whatever, bashing a coworker, a family member. What I just can't tell you that I haven't. So I don't think this is that big of a deal, but it was a big deal on Wednesday at Redskins Park when reporters met with Zach Brown, Mason Foster's inside linebacker tag team partner until he was benched for Josh Harvey Clemens uh, and uh, actually Sean Dion Hamilton on Sunday and was frustrated about that. Talked about Mason Foster, what he knows, and also his future, which is not looking very bright. Um, been a tumultuous few weeks defensively. Did you see the, the comments from Mason Foster that hit the internet? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, I haven't yet. I mean, I heard about it, but I mean, I haven't seen anything. All right. Well, how is it going for you defensively? I know you were frustrated last week by not getting the start. Um, just w- where is the mindset on the, on the defensive side of the ball? Uh, I mean, we just got to come work. Uh, you know, even if, you know, I don't start, whoever start. I mean, I just hope the coaches just say it before the start of the game. Um, but everybody's focused. I mean, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, we think we were a half game back from Jackson, uh, from playoffs, so everybody's playing to try to get to the playoffs right now. You just got to win one game at a time. We just got to focus on beating Jacksonville, who's uh, going to be a tough opponent for us because their defense is good and, you know, they can run the ball. On the defensive side of the ball, is everybody on the same page? Uh, yeah, you know, everybody just got to come together. You know? Everybody just got to do what they have to do. Uh, just do your job, you know. Um, don't worry about somebody else. 
Uh, the coaches got to make the, uh, the corrections to that if somebody else messed up. But just do your job. Uh, try to do more than you need to be need to do, and then that's when you mess up. And how frustrating is it for you guys that had so much success? I mean, things looked really good defensively early, and it's kind of gone the opposite way. Uh, you know, it's always frustrating, but you know, we we have no control over what uh, who gets in or what happens. So we just here. Uh, no, I mean, I'm not going to reach out to him. I mean, if he did, he did. I mean, I mean, almost every player probably going to have a social media snap or something or say something, uh, you know, like that gets frustrated. I mean, we're human. We are frustrated too. I mean, especially when somebody's uh, messing with you or, you know, some things not going to, going away and, you know, they change things when you, I mean, you think change would be for the better, but you never know. Do you think there's been, like, more frustration in, like, the, the frustration's gotten in the way of being able to focus for either a game plan or just paying attention to the small little details that might be different? Um, you just, you still got to, uh, you still got to be focused on your game plan because you don't want to get out there and get embarrassed, uh, you know. I mean, I, feel, I think all the guys, you know, we, we feel embarrassed from last week. Um, so for us, we just got to make sure we come back on Jacksonville um, and try not to get embarrassed. Because for us, you know, that's, that was embarrassing. Though. So we, we kind of took that hard. Zach, what's, what's the mood knowing? I mean, you're mathematically still in this thing. Uh, you know, you just got to take it one game at a time uh, because you never know, you know what might happen. I mean, strange things that happen, but, you know, we just gotta keep an eye on the other team, but we gotta make sure we focus and do our job. Do you have any clarity if you're starting this week? Uh, no, you know, I think they're gonna stick with they stick with. Uh, you know, shoot, I'm not, I'm, I'm just taking it as it is, you know. Uh, you know, I'm just sitting here, just doing what I'm supposed to be doing until it's time for me to leave. You say it's time for me to leave. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> we were about to leave. I mean, you see the writing on the wall. I mean, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, just here now, just, you know, I'm just got to contribute to the team and try to help us get to the playoffs. I mean, I mean, after the season from here or not, but, you know, I doubt it, but it, it is what it is. You doubt it because of the benching last week, or, or, or is there more to it? Uh, you know, yeah, because of that, and, you know, the thing they're just going in different directions towards everything. So for me, you know, they're going in the direction, they're going that direction. So, I mean, hats off to them, uh, you know. But right now, we just got to focus on beating Jacksonville. As a guy that let, was leading the NFL in tackles last year, do you find that surprising how this is all shaken out? Uh, yeah, you know, honesty is a big thing. And, uh, you know, that's something that I don't think that was addressed. But it is, I mean, it is what it is. Honesty on whose end? Just honesty, period. You know. You feeling yourself ba being backed into a corner right now? Aren't you? You're like, I can't say more. <laughs> you want to say more, but you can't. Nah. Is that where you are right now? Yeah. Yeah. How frustrating is that? It's been very frustrating. Uh, you know, you know, just get benched, you know, and then they not give you a reason or anything for it. Uh, you know, you just got to keep doing it. You got to just keep practicing. Uh, you got to just stay ready. But at the same time, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to anybody to get benched and you not know the reason. All right, so that's Zach Brown meeting with reporters at Redskins Park on Wednesday. Quick time out here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you guys aboard with us. 
It is episode number 143. That's right, episode number 143 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm Chris Russell, and again, good to have you with us. We'll come back uh, in just a flash. We'll hear from Adrian Peterson, Redskins running back, who needs to have a big day for the Redskins to have a chance to win in Jacksonville. All right, but first, guys, let me tell you about our friends at Action Heat. Yeah, this episode of the Lockdown Redskins podcast brought to you by Action Heat. Make the world's best battery-heated clothing. Heat on demand at the touch of a button. It's engineered safely. Think about it as a heated car seat. Temperatures reaching up to 135 degrees. It is perfect for anybody on your holiday gift list. Great for anybody that works outdoors, construction, skiers, snowboarders, people that go to football games, right? You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't like football to at least some degree. Action Heat Clothing provides toasty warmth, comfort for your whole body, including heated jackets, socks, gloves, hats, even undergarments like heated base layer shirts and long johns. Available in men's and women's, uh, multiple sizes, of course. So get with it now. Man. Heated products that fit everyone's budget at just thirty nine, starting at just thirty nine ninety nine. But we have a special offer for you guys, Locked On Redskins listeners, on the Locked On Podcast Network. Save twenty percent off your entire order. Just go to actionheat.com/lockedon to check out everything Action Heat has to offer. That's actionheat.com/lockedon, or use the coupon code Locked On at checkout to save twenty percent with Locked On. And action heat. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right. Three, two, one. We're back here on the Locked On. Three, two, one. All right, guys, we're back here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. It is episode number 143. Good to have you aboard with us. I'm Chris Russell. Right to Redskins Park. Again, we go. The Jaguars giving up about 120 yards per game. Certainly got... Uh, eaten a lot by Derrick Henry of the Tennessee Titans on Thursday night football last week in Nashville. I wouldn't expect the same this week, but Adrian Peterson meeting with reporters in the Redskins locker room on Wednesday talking about what's ahead as he tries to finish up his first year with the Washington Redskins. What you think about the uh, brouhaha about what Mason Foster said about fans and the team and, and how do you think most of the people in this locker room feel about it? You know, honestly, I really... I don't know exactly what he said. I kind of heard um, someone kind of mention it earlier, but I don't know what, he, what exactly came out of his mouth. What, what did he say? He basically said, F this team and F the fans. Mm-hmm. It was in a private message that somebody posted. So there's a lot of levels of what mm-hmm. happened here, and I just wonder, you guys know something happened, yes? Um, yeah, I knew something happened, but I didn't think it was that, that big of a deal. It was a it was a private matter, and someone took advantage of it. Uh, I'm sure he was he was venting. Uh, he, he's one guy that you know I haven't questioned his effort at all on the field this year. You know, so um, I'm sure he regrets it now. You know, now that everyone knows about what he was saying privately, um, but I don't really. It don't change anything for me. 
So you look at him as still a good teammate. Oh, yeah. It doesn't concern you at all. Not at all. Not at all. He's when he's when he's out there, he, he's giving 110 uh, percent. He, he practices with the same mindset as well. You know. So I guess you know after losing four games, you can be a little frustrated and might say some things you really don't mean. You know. What can you look at from six and three to six and seven? That, that why things have gone so wrong beyond the injuries to the team. Mm -hmm. What is it that you see that causes this slide? You know, anytime you lose, you can always look back. You know, and um, put a lot of things under the microscope that you can improve on. You know, um, but where I'm sitting and where we're sitting now is hey, we got three games left. Uh, we just need to look at it as a new season. You know, um, the first half was a lot better than the second half, clearly. Um, but you know, when you look and they show us, they show the playoff pictures on ESPN. We're, we're there. We're only half a game out, so we just gotta do our job. We got three weeks left. Um, we kind of control our own destiny. So you know, that's how I'm looking at it. I'm not looking at it. Hey, we didn't, you know, four losses in a row. I'm looking at the bigger picture, and the bigger picture is, hey, we got three games left, and we control our own destiny. Is that something you said to your teammates? I believe last week you kind of said, hey, we're still in this. You think you have to do that again? No, guys understand. <clears throat> they understand the situation. They understand where we are. Um, so uh, it's, it's known. Is there a different feeling this week than there was last week with Mark starting? Um, yes, yeah, a little different feel, you know. Um, you know, you see what Johnson was able to do when he came in there. So to get him out there for four quarters, you know, it's, it's, it's a, I'm sure guys are excited to see how how things come together. You know, so with that, you know, guys are excited, and you know, we know what we need to do these next three weeks. Have you said anything to Josh in the last couple of days, just getting adjusted to the offense? Um, not really. You know, he's been talking to me a lot, though. You know, just little corners and stuff on plays and things like that. But he's showing a lot of confidence in the huddle. Um, and he's calling the plays out. He knows what's going on. Um, so, you know, that's a good sign. As so someone who's been in the league for a while and on this team this past year, is that what you need to see out of your fourth starting quarterback, someone really taking the reins like that? Yeah. confidence in the, in the huddle. Um, and demands it, you know, just talking to receivers and tight ends and to the offensive line, making calls and things like that. Um, that lets you know that he's been putting work in, he has the confidence, and, you know, he's he's ready for this opportunity. Adrian, when you have a, he's had a travel tough road to get to this point, can you, can you see something with his mindset that, you know, that you can see, like, he's been hardened by some of that and how it plays on the field? Uh, yeah, you know, you see the confidence when you look in his eyes. Uh, you know, um, you would have thought he played the first half, how he came in last game. Um, and it was just like it was a normal routine for him. You know, so, you know, it shows a lot about, I don't really know the entire history, um, but, you know, obviously from that standpoint, you know, I was able to see his confidence. And, uh, you know, it, it, it registered within the huddle as well, and we got things going. AP, this team ranks last in home attendance record. When you hear that, what goes through your mind? Um, what goes through my mind when I hear that? You know, it's not that – it's obvious. We're last. You know, so that goes to show that – you know, there's 31 other teams that have, you know, more, um, you know, fans that show up to the game than the Washington Redskins. 
So for me, it's like that, it's, that is what it is. The numbers online, right? You know. So, but it doesn't affect the way I come out and play or um, the way we prepare for a game. Um, because at the end of the day, it's about the six-three men, you know, in this locker, um, and you know, our head coaches and our organization and our families that supporting us. And, um, you know, so at the end of the day, that's what really matters to me. You guys uh, have more holding penalties than anybody else in the league. I understand you're not the one holding, obviously, but you, you see them on film every week. Anything you've noticed or anything that you guys have addressed to try to lessen that? Or? No, it's, just, it's football one-on-one. You know, like you just can't hold. So, you know, it's, it's not hard. It's not anything you can do to, you know, um, change that but understand that hey you know you can't have penalties you know so I haven't been cowed and I didn't know that was the case um, but you know I'm sure you know coach will do a great job of getting those guys ready so you know we avoid those you know avoid any penalties when you're number one and that you have the reputation they're looking for it more it's kind of a, a cycle maybe that builds on itself yeah I know how that goes you know I've been labeled as a running back that can't catch the ball my entire career, but I catch really good, actually. So, I get it. How do you count? How do you, you count? Yeah. What are, what are some of the things you see that are, are uh, just, just poor execution, you know. Um, you see offensive line that's, you know, moving pieces left and right, you know. So, it's like new guys in there that's, that's learning um, – what's going on and you know getting comfortable with with what's going on as well so um you get better at that by taking reps you know so we had but two new guys in there that haven't played all year you know so you know that makes that makes a difference for yourself you have to sometimes balance trying to look just take the three four five yard game versus maybe you got a shot to get a bigger do you, are you do you have to balance that at all or are you just you know, when, you, when you go back and watch mm. um yeah i can say that um on a couple opportunities just cramming it cramming it in there again two two to three yards you know would definitely help you know uh, it's a, it's, Second and seven is a lot better than, you know, second and 12 uh, because, uh, you know, I tried to bounce it or, you know, uh, miss the read. You know, so there's little things like that that I focus on to, to help in the run game. Um, so, yeah. Last week you addressed the group because, as they said in the broadcast, you didn't like the vibe or things you were here in the, in the room. Do you get a better sense of things this week that, that, that maybe things are where you'd like them to be? Yeah, it's a, it's a better sense. You know, guys out here working, competing. Um, you know, they understand where we are. You know, um, it's like, hey, this is our last go, our last shot at it. You know, so we, we must win. And it starts with this first one. And just, just taking it, you know, three one week at a time for the next three weeks. Um, so, you know, it's, it's just crazy to me when I sit back and think about it because it's like, you know, because of the way we perform – as a team, you know, we are in a position where we went out, we still can make the playoffs. All right, so that's Adrian Peterson meeting with reporters. Guys, I'm telling you, huge Thursday night football game coming up. And the way you can enjoy it even more is with our brand new partner, DraftKings. That's right. One week fantasy at DraftKings, you choose when to play. And if I were you, I'd choose like Thursday night football. That's the way to get it started. That's what I did. Uh, I enrolled myself, 
in the NFL showdown captain mode game. I got Phillip Rivers, Keenan Allen, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and Charkandrick West of the Kansas City Chiefs under a $50 million salary cap. And I'm going to have some fun on Thursday Night Football. I'm going to watch a great game. I'm going to root for the Chargers, probably. And then I'm going to hope to win some money on DraftKings because that's what you guys can do if you join the party right now. If you come on and, like I said, get go to DraftKings, uh, register, sign up, and you can be a part of the family that we're trying to build here between Locked On Podcast Network uh, and DraftKings. At DraftKings, you're the GM. You just choose your players. You stay under that salary cap, like I mentioned, different methods, different games. If you've been thinking about one-week fantasy football, especially now that you're in the playoffs and maybe you're out of the playoffs, this is the perfect opportunity for you to do it. Uh, and you can play free with your free deposit, first deposit, rather, to compete for your share of over $1.5 million in total prizes. How can you beat that, right? So here's what I want you to do. Go to DraftKings.com or download the app today. Use the code Locked On to enter a contest for free this weekend with your first deposit and compete for your share of over $1.5 million in total prizes. That's code Locked On only at DraftKings, the game inside the game. Hey, guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. All right, so we are back for episode number 143 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Again, thanks for downloading us. Thanks for being with us as we keep the hope alive. The Redskins at 6-7, and seven, they are still alive, and only a half came out of the wild card race. So, you know, obviously this game means something. Uh, probably not if they win or if they lose, but if they win, certainly uh, it keeps that, again, faint hope alive. We're going to go back to the Redskins locker room. Wanted to bring you some of the sights and sounds of Wednesday um, for, again, a team in a deep nosedive, four losses in a row, Mason Foster situation. Lots of his teammates asked. Uh, again, Jay Gruden did acknowledge it, said they did talk to Mason Foster. Not that worried about it. At least that's what he said on public. I don't think he should be, quite honestly. Uh, somebody apologized on his behalf, saying that more messages were released, uh, not by Mason Foster, whatever. I mean, at this point, it is what it is. Mason shouldn't have done it. Mason needs to be smarter, uh, but the bottom line is, you know, I mean, it was unscrupulous to say the least, and it's not that big of a deal because you've all done it. I've done it, you've done it, so we've all done it. It just happens to be that he's Mason Foster, and it's a bad year uh, once again for the Washington Redskins. All right, here is Jonathan Allen, second year 
Alabama defensive leader on Mason Foster and what's going wrong. Uh, of course, we all want to know, um, as someone who's a defensive leader of this team, how you feel about what Mason Foster allegedly said in a private message. I'm going to be honest. I, I deleted my Twitter, Instagram like three or four months ago, so I don't even control it during the season. So I've had a couple people bring it up to my attention, but I told him I don't even want to know what he said because it's not helping us win. Whatever he said, I, I really don't know. All I know is what I see from him every day and is I have nothing but good things to say about him as far as a teammate and a person. So as far as what he said on Instagram and social media, I can't, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have anything for that, but I just, I'm just going by what I see. There, there's, some, there's obviously some, a lot of frustration losing four in a row and defense not playing up to the level. And some guys have been kind of outspoken as a leader. Do you guys, do you guys kind of, do you talk to guys? Do you do, you do anything this week to kind of check the pulse of where guys are at right now? There's no secret, secret, key to winning I mean you just got to go out there and do the little things right get back to the bases get back to the fundamentals and do what I know we can do we just got to go out there and prove it and play consistent football that's what we haven't been doing so we're going to go back and get back to our roots do what I know we can do and just try to put, put a complete game together for one week all right so that's Jonathan Allen in the Redskins locker room from Wednesday again thanks to Redskins audio and uh, Craig Hoffman, as well, my colleague at 1067 The Fan, for sending that along. That's going to do it for us on the Locked On Redskins podcast. Again, episode number 143. Guys, make sure, again, you go to DraftKings and make sure you go to Action Heat uh, and save yourself some bucks and have some fun with DraftKings, baby. I can't wait for Thursday night football, Chiefs and the Chargers. And again, got a little action riding on that. DraftKings, that's a Locked On Listeners League. Go sign up now, baby. All right, that's going to do it for us. See you for episode number 144 uh, and the weekend edition. Let's get to that in uh, about 24 hours or so. Enjoy the Thursday night game, and again, go to Action Heat and also DraftKings. Adios. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.